welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. This is episode 101, and we are talking Contra Hardcore for the Mega Drive. Yes, it's episode 101. The journey begins again to 200. God, I still can't believe we hit episode 100 last week. We are now continuing, and we're going with a banger. Contra Hardcore for the Mega Drive. Now, we all know my little journey with Contra. I'd never really played it. It wasn't my thing. Again, I briefly played it as a kid, but not really. And as we all know, because I lived in Europe, I lived in England, it wasn't even called Contra. It was called Probotector because of the Germans. They didn't like the idea of aliens being shot by men with guns, so we had robots instead, and it even took me a long time before even doing this show that I realised Contra and Bo Protector were the same thing. Now this week, I am joined once again by Anthony from 8-String Fury Gaming. He was adamant he was doing this game, and he has a video on this on his YouTube channel, which please everyone go subscribe to. It takes you a second, and he does really, really funny videos. And as we've said, I said to him when he did this, I said he's getting better at doing podcasting. His podcasting isn't his thing, but he is getting much better at doing these now, and it was great to have him once on the show. Now, if you are here just for Contra Hardcore, please go about half an hour down the road, well, you know, but stay, we try and have some fun, we try and make a little bit of joy in our lives, you know, it is the end of the week, well, beginning of the week, end of the week, and work's beginning, come on, I try and make you laugh, I do my best. First of all, let's get the plugs out of the way, wherever you are listening to this, please give it a five-star review, please tell me I'm great, please tell me I'm crap, please tell me what you want to hear going forward, and whenever you see it come up on your socials, please give it a retweet, whatever it's called now, because it really helps get the show out there. If you want to support the show financially, you can do on patreon.com forward slash RetroWars, where for $1 each month, you get access to your own show called DLC. This could be top 10s, modern day game reviews, or gaming events. And as a bit of a sneak peek, this is episode 72, and my review of Net, 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 that's not you bugging, that's me, Netflix's Onomushu. I can't even get my words right, Onomusha. I kept doing that, it took me so many times when I was doing the recording, I kept saying Onomushu, and it's Onomusha. Anyway, here's your sneak peek. It's great that they can pop off at any second, but we've only got to know them for like three or four episodes, which isn't long to have that attachment, because you want that shock factor of, oh no, he's dead, oh no, you don't want him to die. Like imagine if a Naruto series, when when characters die in that, you really get that gut punch. There's been long-standing characters in the Naruto series have passed away, and you're like, oh shit. And that was episode 72 of Netflix on a Musha. See? Got it that time. Next week, I am probably going to do the top 10 most annoying low health sounds. I realized this when I was playing uh, Metroid 2 the other day when Samus was like on low health. I was like, oh, fuck me. That hurts my ears. So I'm going to do the top 10 low, it's low health sounds. So I'm sorry, everyone. Your ears are going to bleed 
Let's put it like that. Now, to also let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund will each month go to a charity called UK, a UK charity called Get Well Gamers, and they help provide games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. Now, so far, we've only raised about 70 cents Australian, but I know that's not much, but as more Patreon members come on board, it's going to grow, and that's what we want. Also, Retro Wars is on YouTube. If you go to the YouTube and look for us, just please subscribe, give it a click. It takes one second, it's free, and again, it just helps to get up there. If you do want to donate any games directly, the link is in the description below. And additionally, what else do you get for your money? You get the chance to, well, you can talk on our Discord. You can talk to me, and you can take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, and comments on our Game of the Week. And I'll also probably butcher your names, as I'm going to do to the newest member of the Smut Squad. A huge thank you to Tom the Superhero. He joined the other day, and he immediately found out I have no control over the Discord. Yep. Welcome, Tom. Welcome to the Smut Squad. Now... It is time for our first section, which is our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. Now, 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section, where the Patreons can pretty much ask me whatever they want. Now, as we haven't got much for the news, we had seven comments, and I'm going to read them all. Normally, I'd say six, but because there's not much for news, do you know what? You're getting it. Right. Blame the Hoagie Man says, Dear Danny, cracked corn, and he didn't care. Let's say, for argument's sake, you're Batman. Now, every single one of your Patreons, and hang on. Now, take every single one of your Patreons and decide which Batman villain best matches for each Patreon. Let's see what you come up with. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't do it. There's, there's eight, there's eight, eight, six, no, 16 of you. I can't go through every one. We're here all day. Right, I'll do a few of you. Um, so, Blaine the Hoagie Man, what do you want to be? I'm going to go with Hush for you. I'm going to go with Hush because I secretly think you're trying to take over the show. I don't, I've got those, those feelings. I, I don't know. Hmm. Keep away. Um, who? Right, we're gonna pick a few more. We'll go raging demon. Raging demon. Who should? Oh, Killer Croc. Killer Croc. He's Australian. <laughs> uh, considering I've been here for so many years, you'd think I would have known that by now. Yeah, Killer Croc definitely. Um, Captain N. He. Oh no, I had Captain N. Where is he? Re Raj Rejagul. For Captain N, just simply because he is really just trying to destroy me from the inside. He will do anything to, to you know, to wreck this world. Um, because he's a prick. <laughs> um, we'll do two more. Who should we do? Keith Gasper. Because I'm going to call him Mr. Freeze. Because we've not seen him for ages. He's been frozen in time, yet he suddenly appeared. I was like, Jesus Christ, you've made some comments, hello. So we'll call you Mr. Freeze. Finally, I'll do Chris Copleen. Hmm. Who's going to be... Who's the wimpiest bitch? Who's the... Cause, no, he's too good to be a Batman. He's too good. I call him the Riddler because the Riddler is just a bitch, really. He's just a guy who talks shit. That's all the Riddler is, and that's all Chris Copleen is. <laughs> I'm going to get some hate for that, aren't I? I really am. Uh, Raging Demon says, Daniel Von Carolberg, 
This is a stolen question that was asked to me by Chaotic Jim, but I figured you might like it. If you can go to the supermarket and buy a nice ribeye of any Pokemon, what would it be? I know in one of the anime episodes, the Pokedex said Farfetch'd was nearly extinct because of being eaten, but let's be real, Pokemon are animals, so they're getting eaten. Please don't say Lynx or Mr. Jinx or Lynx, Jinx or Mr. Mime got super fucked up. I don't know I want to go hiking if you say that. Oh no, it's Milk Tank. All day long I'm having a Milk Tank. I see that thing and go, oh, look at that juicy ass. Oh, I want to eat it. Nah, I'm not eating a Farfetch'd. Nah, I reckon that'd be too tough. It's definitely going to be a Milk Tank. 100%. Because then I can get the milk from its teeth, get that pasteurized, and then you can eat it afterwards. So it'd be a nice milk and steak meal. Mmm, lovely. Put that on a burger for me. Creepy? Yes, don't care. Storm Beagle says, Danny, if you would, would you live in the Pokemon universe? Could you make them fight each other if they're real? I love Pokemon, but I think it's a pass for me. I think, oh, that's the difficult thing, isn't it? Because, you know, we all say, oh, how cool it would it be to live in the Pokemon universe? But it'd be fucking brutal. Like, just as a note, you know, I did when I did my research for the Pokemon episode on YouTube, there's a point when you read the comics, and I think it's either Charizard or Scyther slices an Arbok in half. I was like, yeah, that's what would actually happen. It would be freaking brutal. Like, Pokemon battles would be the worst things ever. Like, Charizard using Flamethrower. You're going to have, like, first-degree burns to all your Pokemon. And no, I, I don't know what magical magic sensor the Pokemon sensor has. They ain't fixing that. Like, if you get shocked by a Pikachu with 10,000 bolts, you're dead. You're just dead. It would be absolutely horrific. And when you consider the size of some of these Pokemon... Are you looking at Diglett in real life compared to a whale lord? It's it's absurd. And you're telling me that they'd survive. No chance. Whale lord use body slam. Diglett is dead. And it's not just going to be dead dead. It's going to be squished dead. So yeah, as much as I think I'd like to live in the Pokemon world, I'm going to go with you, Storm, and say no. I No. No. Captain N says, Digital Danny. You didn't hesitate, and oh, here we go. You didn't hesitate in episode 100 to pick a toilet to shit in and then join the and then join the chat in Adam Blank. You slagged your favourite moderator, technically, in the first few minutes. I'm going to ask you this question about video game knowledge because this is Retro Wars. Pac-Man was originally named Puck-Man, but the name was changed for the American audiences. Why was it changed? Bonus questions. What movie set in Toronto, Canada explained this factoid? Um, bonus question... Is it Pixels? Is it Pixels? Isn't that the one with Adam Sandler? Isn't that when he's basically they the fight a giant Pac-Man? Again, that's my guess. And as for why I just changed to Pac-Man to Puck-Man, I don't know. Was it because they thought the Americans were going to say Fuck-Man? Was it because it's Puck and Fuck? That's the only thing I've got. That's the only explanation I potentially got here. I have no idea. Someone could tell me in the comments next week what the answer is. Uh, I'll be interested to know. Chris Copleen says, Chuck's certainly smutty dud. I'm getting better at this. Today I'm writing to inform you of my campaign to have you host an episode discussing the game Battle Monsters. Now, just for and for those who don't know, it's, he's been going on about this for ages in the chat. Battle Monsters is a Saturn game. Now, normally I'm like, fucking Saturn, but it just looks god 
god awful. It looks even... Oh, it's like Clay Fighter level. It's disgraceful. This game looks weird and awful and awesome. And I think it's one of those so bad it's something we can laugh and laugh and laugh about. Yeah, Clay Fighter-esque. And so would your listeners. Play Battle Monsters Danny for Chili and Pepper, the characters in the game. Oh, God. You could even get Justin Wong to do it. He's done a YouTube video. I know you like him. (sighs) Now, for those who are new... I have I I have Justin Wong on my Discord, like actual personal message, which is just surreal that I could message him at any time. He came on the show to do Street Fighter 3. He has said he'll come back on and do Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Will he come back on to do Battle Monsters? I need to watch his video to see how bad he thinks that game is. And if he's laughing about it, I might... I might message him. I'll think about it. But that opens up a little door, doesn't it? You let one game in, others will come in. Got to be careful. So a lot of thoughts have got to go into this one. We'll work on something about that. And finally, Dave McGee says, Hey, Danny with the red dress on. You mentioned you play football, but you keep saying you play goalie. I'm not sure of that position in football. I know the quarterback, fullback, running back, tight end, tight end, safety, defensive, and not the goalie. Please explain. Get stuffed, Dave McGee. You know exactly what I mean. You call it soccer. You know what? Look at your own teams. Look at your own football teams, right? And what they have in their name. Miami FC, right? Football. You call... It's American football. And I say American football because you use your fucking hands... You kick it at certain parts. Soccer, you use the ball all the time. Pricks. It's our fucking game. Football. The Aussies are exactly the same. They call it soccer over here. But then you look at every team, like when I play for Central Mariners, FC. Sydney, FC. Not soccer. It's football. Just you Americans and sometimes Canadians think you rule the world when it comes to sports. No, you don't. You live in this little pocket where you think your sports are good and you think you're the world champions of the basketball, the hockey. We're the world champions. Yeah, because no one else plays your shit game. You're just stupid people, aren't you? Right, that is 60 bits of nonsense done. Let's move into our new section, which we call Patch 101. So Patch 101 is our new section and we talk about what's been going on in the world and I give my thoughts about it. But there hasn't been much. I think it's re- it really slows down. January is a slow month for gaming news. It really is. First bit is a bit of the movie stuff. So Minecraft movie, obviously because that's where all the money is now. You go for the video games. They're adding even more A-list to the cast. Now Kate McKinnon and Jamie Jermaine Clement have been added. Now, I didn't realize that Jason Momoa and Jack Black are going to be in this. Now, Jack Black is Jack Black. Jack Black is playing the main character, Minecraft Steve. So I'm intrigued. I I don't play Minecraft, but the fact that Jack Black is, is in back, Jack Black's going to be in it, and he did such a good job 
when it came to Bowser, I am like, oh, I, I want to give that a go. Like, they, there's no plot yet. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no story where we're going here. But you, I think the main, the director has basically said they don't want an ugly Sonic situation. So you got, so what he means by that, they're very, very careful of how they design the characters because you get that wrong, you've got ugly Sonic, and the internet jumps on it. And Minecraft is absolutely massive. It's one of the biggest games. I think it's the biggest game it gets played at the moment. Now, it's not coming out until next year, until next April. So there's still a long... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, next year, April 24. I can't forget we're 2024 now. But we need to see where it's going to look like and before I even start getting excited about it, to be honest. Next up, some sad news. And I hate reporting on this sort of stuff, but there's more video game developer layoffs. <laughs> this is crap. So, um, CI Games... So they made Lords of the Fallen. They've laid off 10% of its workforce, which is shit. Like, apparently this is mostly around the marketing team, but there are others where others were involved as well. But still, it's shit. And Behaviour Interactive, they made the game Dead by Deadlight, and they said they're getting rid of 45 people have gone um, last, last week. And it's just shit because the month is, you know, it's, we had Unity, they got rid of 25% of its workforce. Twitch laid off 500 people. And then you've got another place called Thunderful announced it would be laying off 20%, which is at roughly 100 people as well. I, I get why it happens, because companies are becoming more streamlined and they're becoming more efficient. And the ways to save money, the best way to save money is cutting costs on your staff. I know that's why it happens. It's just shit, though, because these are people's lives at the end of the day. And I'm not going to make jokes about this because I'd be in a similar situation. I'd be crapping myself if I suddenly got laid off. Like, what do you do? Because you've got families to feed. So I can't sit here and say, you know, I want video game companies to do better because they're just trying to look after themselves and, you know, the idea of making things streamlined, especially as we go into a new world. I, I get it, but... I, my only wish is that I hope the people involved get themselves sorted and get another job soon. That's my only wish when it comes to these situations is that the unemployment is only temporary and the heartache and the pain that they go through is only temporary and they're able to get themselves back on their feet quickly. I, I, my thoughts go out to them are really arsed. No jokes, no you know, digs, there's nothing because it it's a horrible situation that I think any of us who are in employment thank our lucky stars that we're in that situation now. So I really hope everyone involved gets themselves sorted very quickly. I really, really do. And the, finally, the last bit of news. There, there wasn't much. There's been a review roundup for The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. I was shocked when I saw this. And I saw it in the shops yesterday. I was like, why? This game only came out four years ago. This goes back to Naughty Dog. And they've just said, oh, the multiplayer's not worked. It's failed. Well, yeah. Because you're working on shit like this. Does it need to be remastered? It came out four years ago. Like It's been reviewed well. To be fair, it's been reviewed well. And they put a roguelike in, which lets you play other characters. Which, But I've not played Last of Us 2. Which is, it's still sitting there, and I'm terrified to play it, to be honest. But did it need it? Did it need to have it? And it's, I don't know. I'd rather you just focus on a than remastered edition than just this is the same for Last of Us Part One. Work on Last of Us, Last of Us Part Three, or your online game. I just 
Am I going to get this? No. And I'm not getting the remastered edition of the first one either. I'm just not. I, I'm not going to be one of those. But if you want to do it, that's fine. I'm not telling you how to spend your money. I just don't see the point of it. I thought it was a waste of time. And the, I'd rather the money the, the money and time they spent doing this, they could be spending on other projects. That's my only thing. Some people, if you die hard to the series, you're going to like it. But I don't know. For me, nah. Not for me, thank you very much. It can go stuff one. All right, that is it. That is the end of our news section. Let's go into our free section, which we call Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh -huh. So Sticking Up Your Ginger is our free section where I want to find out what is your gaming success and gaming rage of the week. Now I put these up on Facebook and let anyone who is, you know, if you're not a Patreon member, you can join in on this. So first up, and I was definitely reading this one, Mike Tedford said, Son got mad at a game on the Sega Mini and threw it across the room. Now it's destroyed. The little shit. I don't know your son. I don't know how old he is, Michael. But when I read that, I went, ho, 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 you little shit. Because for those who don't know, those minis, they don't sell long. It's not like you can go buy another one. Because like you look, I'm looking at my Nintendo one right now, my SNES. That thing is is not buyable anymore. Like I love my little mini Super Nintendo. You can't buy one. Same for the Sega Mini. But to throw the whole console, fuck. Do you know what? Oh, you little shit. This reminded me the other day. I was playing. Hiccups wanted me to help her with something, and she's playing one of her Barbie toys. And she was like, "Daddy, can you help with the seat belt?" I said, "Oh, it doesn't go that way, sweet. You have to." That's for the seat belt rather than she wants to use it across the back. I said, "If you do it that way, you're gonna snap it." And you're going to bend it. And she went, I don't care. I was like, right. So I took the toy and she didn't have it for the rest of the week. I said, that's how you go treat your toys. And I was like, oh, you little shits. Like, I know we all had gaming rage back in the day. And the idea of throwing the controller is not new. But to throw the console, Michael, throw him to bed. Make that very sure. Oh, oh I would never let him live that down. Honestly. Fuck. Oh, little shit. Cyfox says, I managed to get to level 15 on Puzzle Bobble. I normally crash out level 8. There's two grinding levels that I absolutely hate. Hey, well done. I've never played Puzzle Bobble. I don't know what Puzzle Bobble is, Cy. But to be fair, if you're getting nearly double your levels, that's an achievement. Five claps for you. I think five claps are well done. Take that. And hopefully you can get to level 16. And more. Although someone's going to come on and go, well, yeah, technically I got to level 300. Well, I don't care about that. I care about size achievements. Fade, I'm going to butcher this. Fade Harrow, Harrow, Harken, Harkonnen? Fade Harkonnen. We're going to go with that. Wall jumping in Super Metroid. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that, Fade, because I need to play Super Metroid. And that's going to scare me. Because I want to play that. Why do people put stuff like that? Because that makes me go, oh, want to play Super Metroid. Oh, I do need to play that. I know, I know, I know, I know. And then Daniel Redmar says, I suffered through Star Wars Arcade for, for the 32X. And that's the same thing. Am I going to, oh, that would, that would, 
one day I might want to play that game. Is that going to be shit now? Because you've said that, Daniel. I... Has anyone played Star Wars Arcade? Well, I assume they have. Has anyone on the channel played it? Anyone here listening played it? Someone's going to go, yeah, I have. And it's actually a really good game if you're going to go. I don't, I'm just asking a yes or no question, everybody. Yes or no question. All right? Obviously, Daniel doesn't like it. Well, this Daniel don't like it. I oh, We'll find out. And finally, Chris Portsline. Portsline? He says, now, this has been a common thread. Not getting time to play. And this is the one which gets me. If I do get the chance, I have no idea what to play. That's the key. For those who don't game regularly, it's like, oh, shit, I've got time to play. What do I play? Your backlog's so big. And then you get to the situation where, well, I can't. There's no point getting into a big RPG because I might not be able to game again. You're like, shit. So, you know, now I'm gaming more regularly because I've put this schedule in place for myself. It's like, oh, shit. So I feel your pain there, Chris. You just need to get up in the morning. Get up first thing in the morning before anyone's awake and get yourself an hour. I know it'll take away some sleep, but that's what we do as gamers. We play. We play through the pain. Play through the pain. Thank you very much, everyone. Now, for those who I didn't comment on because there were quite a lot this week, I keep a note of them. So they will all get read at some point. Don't worry, you're not going to get forgotten. All right, let's move into our final Patreon section, which we call Survive or Die. Hey, listen. Survive or Die is our final Patreon section where each week I get two characters, two games, two franchises and I have them knelt before Mr. Jeffrey D. Morgan who is armed with a Shao Kahn hammer, hammer, hammer uh, wearing Earthworm Jim's suit and now basically we ask the question which one of them should die and which one of them should live to fight another day now I'm not sure if we've done this one before because when we've done Contra for those as mentioned at the top those who don't know, Contra in Europe was called Protector because of the Germans. They didn't like the violence, so they wanted to tone it down. Rather than have humans, they had robots. So basically, I'm asking the question, should it be Contra or should it be Protector? Basically, one of them is going to have their names basically erased from history because a hammer is going to smash it there into the ground and one of them will live to represent the franchise. You all got involved this week, so I was really happy to hear that. So first off, Blaine the Hoagie Man says, Contra survives. Yep, pretty much to the point with that one. He's straight to the point. There we go. Raging Demon says, Pro Protector is some stupid German attempt at censorship, if I'm not mistaken. Making all of Europe, but not Australia, from memory, Oz and Oz are pal as well. So that's the region the game comes in. And so basically, Australia don't suffer from their stupid sensibilities. I mean, if they made a pal version of Contra for Australia, how fucking hard is it just to release that in the UK? But I digress. I want Pro Protector to die because the first player sprite is harder to see than Contra and it's a pain in the arse to play because of that. It's supposed to be Arnie and Sly, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and those action movies have borrowed Mr. Morgan's Khan's hammer and nothing can Pro Protect those bots. Oh, I say Pro Protect. Well done. Those bots from Contra. P.S. If I'm wrong about the Germany thing, then Es tut mir lied or The Pistache. I always get those phrases mixed up. I have no idea what they mean. I have no idea what they mean. And that is not open the floodgates to start basically leaving me bits of language for me to read out. Because I know one of you fuckers will put something in there which will try and get me cancelled. So no, that is a one-off. 
all right? I will translate anything you bastards try and send me in the future to make sure it ain't something horrific, all right? So I have no idea what that said in German. Someone will have to tell me if I'm getting cancelled or not. Yeah, um, Pro Protector was the whole Germany thing. You were right, Raging Demon. The reason why you're basically fine um, in Australia or here in Australia is because you just use the same console. It's the same region code. DVDs and VHS was the same. It had the same, that we kind of share the same technology, you know, player equipment base. But you're not under the same censorship rules. You have your own one. That's why. That's why when it comes to like GTA, you're like, nah, we don't want that game. I don't think you've got Manhunt. You know, although it's technically on a power console, we got Manhunt. I don't think you did. Australia are far stricter when it comes to that. So it's hilarious that they have Probotech. They have Contra and we have Probotector. Yeah, those be the rules, unfortunately. Storm Beagle says, robots are cool, but censorship is stupid. Contra survive. I kind of can see where this is going. Yes, censorship is stupid. I do agree with that. Captain N says, give me Probotector any day of the week. Oh, okay. I don't even know who this character is, and I will protect his life with unwavering resolve. Contra is a dumb name, and this will, this other anally penetration-sounding name is everything I want this game to be. What has Germany ever done for history that was so bad? Oh, Captain Ed, you went there, didn't you? You went there. I'm not going... We're not talking about, we, you know, as we said in Faulty Towers, legendary show, Don't we don't talk about the war. Uh, for those who have not seen Faulty Towers, please go see Faulty Towers. It's one of the best forms of British entertainment you've ever seen in your life. It's we don't talk about the war. Uh, give me... Just make it sound like it's an anal thing. Because only you did that. Keith Casper says, USA, 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 USA. Yeah, I read all four of them. Probotector dies. It also sounds like a pleasure device. There we go. There we go. I see where you're all going with this. You're all... That's why this is called the Smut Squad. Chris Coppelin, oh, a court, here we go. I'm with Demon and Beagle here. Censorship and stupid, and the Germans need to hide in a corner and feel dumb. Contra survives. That's actually quite tame for you. I was expecting far worse. And Dave McGee says, Probotector dies, Contra wins all day. I- I've got to go with the majority here. Yeah, look, maybe back in the day, I would have liked the idea of Probotector. And that might have been the case for the original. I could have literally lived with that. Because, yes, it is Sylvester Stallone. And Arnold Schwarzenegger on the original, you know, the Contra ones. But especially when we get to hardcore, because you've got four characters and they each look totally different. And the fact they're all robots, that's just really stupid. I could say pass off it on number one in, number of uh, Super Contra. I cannot, I cannot allow it to be Probotector, Probotector hardcore, or if it's called, I cannot allow that. It's got to be Contra Hardcore. And if you look at the sprites of Probotector, the hardcore version, it's just not good. So I'm with you. Probotector's getting its brain smashed in. Contra lives to fight another day. Now, what have I been up to? Um, Trying to get fit again. Trying to. The sunburn has now finally gone from my arse crack, which is great, so I can sit down again. It's just been so hot. Like, yesterday was in, like, the high 30s. So everyone was just trying to run away and get um, shelter. And get space. We're trying to train Pat. Pat's still going through his training process. <laughs> My wife sent me on a doggy day walk. Yes, like, you know, to meet other dogs on Saturday morning. She decided to remove the fact for her own comedy effect that it was just basically full of old women. It was just old dears who just want to have a nice walk with the dog. And then I rock up. I was like, oh, hello, dears. Hello. And I was like, you fucker. 
Like, you fuckers of the wife. It's like, you knew that was going to happen. And she's giggling along. said, how are you friends? You, you bitch. But you know what? They loved me. They loved me and they loved Pat. How can you not love me? I'm like everyone's favourite grandson. Because I'm awesome. And they didn't offer me any cakes. So I was a bit annoyed by that. Next time they better offer me some food. Yeah, I'm going to go again. Because it's good for Pat. Doesn't matter about me. I'm not asked about being embarrassed, mate. It's all about what's good for Pat and his socialising. Because I'm a nice human being. And aside from that, it's just been work. Work, 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 work. And trying to get a football team together. Soccer. We're struggling this year. We've only got 11, maybe 12. That's not enough. You need 16 at least. But I want to get a squad of 20, so I'm trying to work out what's going to happen. We've had players leave. We've had players have gone because of their injuries, work. They've gone to a, a higher age grade. I've got other offers on the table to go join an A-level team in goal, a goalie, but I, I don't want to abandon this team yet. You know, I want to do one more season at least, but I I think I could be forced out of my hand, but we'll wait and see what's going to happen. What have I been playing? Well, what have I been playing? So we finished Dragon Quest Four. That's done on the DS. That is now finished. I've done the post-game for that. Um, Keegs is going to be coming on for that one. I've just started playing Dragon Quest 3 for the Super Nintendo. And that is going to be played by Storm Beagle. He's going to be playing that one. Um, I'm really enjoying uh, Dragon Quest 3 on the Super Nintendo. It's, I know you can play it on the Switch. Um, I know they made like a mo- the mobile phone port but or, and the Game Boy Color. Please, the Super Nintendo is the best version. It's the best way to play that game. You need a patch. It never came out in Europe, the Japanese version. Um, but I've managed to find an English patch, and it's working great. Loving it so far. So when Storm gets to it, I've got the file waiting for him so he can join in. I've also finished Kirby's Dreamland. That's been finished. And Alex the... F- Alex Kid. Alex Kid. You know what? That could be the Echo of the Dolphin episode. Alex Kidd in Miracle World. I'm recording that this week. Mr. Dave McGee is coming on for that. And that game can go fuck off. I'm not going to lie. It's a great game. No, it's not. Alex Kidd can do one. So my rage will be bubbling. It really will. Okay, I have been going on long enough. It's time to go through your thoughts on Contra. Now, Storm Beagle says, I've only played a bit of this one, but I definitely appreciate how over the top it is, Contra rules. Yeah, Storm, it is completely over the top. It's crazy. So many stupid things. Captain N says, Corpse, core, corpse. Hmm, I couldn't pro-protect him more. <laughs> Fucking hell, that was a mouthful. Chris Copleen says, Captain N makes a good point about how it's okay to point and laugh at people who don't know how to say corpse. Anyway, I probably, yeah, it's core, isn't it? Anyway, this game is great. Better if you play the Japanese version. You have a life bar there. You do. Japanese, usually, like, their games are more horrifically hard. Nope, not here. And Dave McGee says, big guns, big aliens, and big explosions. Yep, that, that's it. That's simply it. But I've been talking long enough. It is time to get into the episode. So I was joined by Anthony from Eight String Fury Gaming. We had a good laugh talking about this one. He asked me to play this. I had a blast. Now, I only did one, re- one playthrough. This is a multiple playthrough game because there are different paths you can go. I think it's four different paths, four different final bosses, which is very unique. 
but I had a really good time of playing this. And as I said, please go over to Extreme Fury Gaming. Just go over, please subscribe. Tell him, tell him I sent you over there. It's just good because I want to get Anthony Mon more and because he, he's a good lad. He's a really good guy and he does really very funny videos. I'll give him that. So I'm going to play some music. And when I come back, me and Anthony from 8-String Fury Gaming are going to be talking about Contra Hardcore, which came out for the Mega Drive in Europe, although it was Probotector, but it came out November the 25th, 1994. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning once more to this lovely show is my good friend Anthony from 8-String Fury Gaming. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? I love how you started bringing mate as <laughs> bringing some of my lingo in. I am good, thank you very much. And today, you brought a game, again, one of those ones I'd never played before, and this is why I love this show. We have done Contra the Alien Wars, or Super Contra, but today we're doing Contra Hardcore, or Probotector, if you're in my neck of the woods. And I'm going to say, this game is like fucking crack. It really is. Oh, nice, you played the uh, the one with the robots. Well, no, I, I I know the one of the robots, but I managed, I wanted to play the version, the proper version of it. Because, right. look... I played Probotector originally for the Alien Wars, but this time I managed to play hardcore properly, and I was so happy I did. It's so good, so much fun. Oh man, it's so much fun! But in the in that Probotector version, like the cyborg werewolf is like a full robot. <laughs> he is. He's yeah. Seeing the pictures, he's like, "How can we make this suitable? Just just add metal to him, make him fully robot." I was like, "Wow, they really did go fully robot." Yeah, even the ro- even the robot is a full robot now. That's it's not even possible. <laughs> even the robot fully robot. And this is the thing. I was thinking, how can this game be better than Super Contra, which is considered one of like the best games of all time? Like it's up there. But I was like, holy shit, this is this is better. Man, that's uh oh that's gonna be tough because there's because a lot of the people i think that worked on hardcore also worked on the alien wars oh, i genuinely so, i genuinely think right i genuinely think this is better than than super contra i really do think that however no matter what i say about this game i am not gonna give it the credit it it deserves and for the simple reason that because of the nature of this show where i'm constantly playing games on the go i only went through this once and on further investigation, that is a crime because you need to go through this game multiple times to enjoy it properly. It's got that replay factor. Yeah, there's like there's like six endings, I think, for, yeah. for this game. Which is mental. But what I found out, there are four, four different final bosses. That, yes. That, that, that's fucking madness. Who does that? How do you fit this shit in the Genesis cartridge? How do you do it? Yeah. I thought I fought the I fought the final boss and I was like, okay, I've done it. And then afterwards I went, I got no, there if you go down di- different paths, there are three more. I was like, what? I don't think I've ever seen a video game that's done that before. Like 
I, I can't think of any other game where there's, there's multiple different, like, I know there's, like, true endings and stuff like that, but four different, different final bosses, I was like, that's that's very impressive. I've got to give it the... It's insane. So, uh, so which, which route did you take? So, I ended up with the, uh, which boss was it? It was the, the missile one. Oh, the, uh, the, the giant, the, the alien thing with the arms and the yeah tongue and shit yeah that that's uh that's a creepy one and i managed to accidentally cheese it like i found a way to cheese it and it was completely by accident and because you know if you go near the edge the guy like hangs down or the, the person hangs i was like oh i'm on the edge i'm fucked here and then i just kind of went hang on he he, he can't hit me he he, he can't hit me it, I, oh. no i'm fine i'm, I'm great oh, so Some of those shot. QA, those QA testers are getting fired. That's for sure. I just literally because I used um, the woman, and I freaking love the woman. And I just sat there with a the homing missile. I, I literally just pressed the shoot button and went and got a drink. I went, I've done it. Get in. Results. I literally went to the fridge and got myself a drink and just held the shoot button. I was like, results. Oh, good I broke shit, the good game. Shit. This, yeah, this, yeah, that's a that's a great flex. Oh, the final boss! I just killed him with one hand. <laughs> it did, and it was completely unintentional. I was like, "That is that's going up there." One of the most accidental things I've ever seen. I was like, "I'll I'll take that. That's great." I was like, "Yeah, this is meant. This is contra. Fucking did it with one hand. Fucking am that good." Yeah, there you go. Uh, man, there's a cool uh, there's a cool route like uh, that you can take in that one where uh, you meet the Bahamut. You know, the guy before that final level mm. and he basically and he basically they do like the the streets of rage ending where if you were mr x is like hey come join the syndicate with me and you're like okay sure and then you you basically just align yourself with the bad guy i did that and then it's yeah. like okay that sounds like fun and then all of a sudden you just Game get red over. eyes it's like what why did you why did you get red eyes why did you become a vampire <laughs> Yeah, why the hell not? <laughs> I don't understand. It was like yeah. they become the ultimate combination and dominate the world. It's like, ah, okay, that, I'm happy with that ending. Maybe the government was totalitarian; they needed to be overthrown. I was like, maybe this is the correct answer. <laughs> no one's given me any other reason why. And that the world's most evil dictator was bored. Yes, <laughs> that was. Oh, it's a great ending, except for the game over. But still, it's a great ending. It's great ending. Like, it'd be great if it was Brownie or the Cyborg Wolf. Was... Yes. Because you can totally do that with Brownie and the Cyborg. And this is the thing. You have four four characters in this one. Like the original characters who are basically Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're like, ah, fuck it. Can't be arsed. We're done. We're not getting involved in this shit. And it's four different guys. And there's a man who's like your standard guy. Sheena, is it Sheena? And I basically yeah, used her Sheena. just because I was like, oh, it's cool. Um, then there's Brownie the robot and Brad Fang, who we'll get onto. And they're all they all play differently because I didn't realize that at first, and they all have their own weaponry. I was like, oh, okay, that makes it that's really cool. The fact that their own abilities, their own weapons, I was like, I can get on board with that again. The replayability, it's just sitting there, it's ridiculous. Who did you use to pick? Oh man, I I mean for my video I had to go through all four, but I, know, I always it's just the 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 werewolf. He just he speaks to me. Brad Fang, he literally is the nineties. He's literally 
How can we make a badass nineties character? I give you Brad Fang. It's, it's perfect. So oh, cool. A werewolf with a gun for an arm, and he could punch punch air and make fire. That's ridiculous. Like, why would I pick anyone else? No, you wouldn't. He's literally like a spirit animal to so many people. But the problem is, like, he can hit like a truck, but then he can get hit quite easily because he's massive. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's he's tall. He is tall. But then you got Brownie, who's just pissing around, like, Wee! he's like, hit me, bitch. Yeah, I think Brownie probably has like the best weapons in that game. Because like this one weapon he has, it's like a, it's like a giant like electro red blue ball and like a another bunch of blue balls or whatever. And it's just he just swings it around like a yo-yo and it just like destroys everything. That's so, like I didn't get to use Brownie, and this is the thing. This is why I know I'm not going to do this game a full credit, and I'm going to get people going. Well, you can do this. You can do this. It's like sorry, time. Like I, when I just used Sheena, I just went homing missile. What a weapon! Uh, anything with a homing missile, I'm like, yeah, boo, baby, give me oh. that shit. But if I played it again, I'd love to play as Brownie, just because he's so small, he's so fast, and he's got the double jump. And it's a robot called Brownie. That's just hilarious. Ah, oh, man, there's so there's no like one character that's like that's like better than the other. Like they're all perfect. I love mm. them all. And they're all quite well balanced. And I like that. And it's not just with the characters of replayability. That's one reason. But it's the fact you can go through, is it like four different paths or more? Because you uh, get, I think it'd be more, wouldn't it? Uh, there is like a secret fifth path. Oh, yeah. There's a secret fifth path. Yeah, I saw, I heard about this. The secret fifth path. The what the fuck path, basically. Right. And in each path, you you could, in two moments in the game, you get the option to so do this or do this. So it's like, Go get the professor, don't get the professor, or surrender or not surrender. And again, the secret fifth path. But in each version, if you do that, the game changes completely. Again, the final boss you fight, but also the levels you do, the bosses you do. Like when I saw a video, I saw a video of the boss on the train, it was your video. And I went, What the? I didn't see that. That looks cool. But it fucking was cool. I wanted to do the boss on the train. It was so cool. I didn't do that one. I want to do that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. The only problem is you have to like surrender to get that path. But imagine you get out of the situation quite quickly. No, they just put you on a train. Oh, is that it? Oh, is that where you go to? You go onto the train. See, I yeah. didn't. Su- I was like, no, I will not surrender. Fuck you. And I, I don't just... know the meaning of the word die, man. <laughs> no, fuck this. I have, I have automatic homing weapons. You're the ones who said shit, not me. Fuck you. Because like. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd I'd love to do that to that boss because that just looks so much fun seeing like this giant robot crash into the train and climb on top of it. That's just like who was thinking up this shit? It is so stupid. Ah, man. So if I remember correctly, I believe it was uh, Nobuya Nakazato that did this game, and he also directed Contra Three, and that was like the first like game he like really like ever ever did as a director and. Because most of the time he was like a tester, I think, at Konami before he started. And then he uh, he felt like the enemies were too weak in Contra 3. Not in Contra 3, in like the previous Contras. Mm. So when he got on Contra 3, he's like, I'm just going to turn this game into a boss rush mode. Yeah, it, it feels like that. It really does. But that's great, though. That's what it should be. That's Contra. 
It's great. Love it. Yeah. Should be. Like, it's it's hot. Well, it's hard. I get it. Not if you're in Japan, because as we figured out, they get three hit points. I mean, that's not contra. Cheaters. That's, yeah, you cheating bastards. That's ridiculous. But I just can't believe, like I said, how much is in this game. Like it, it it's so stupid. Like when this the the Super Nintendo did their version, the Surf uh, Contra Three. Like that had slowdown problems if you used a missile, like horrific slowdown problems. It had the mode seven, but those levels were shit. It bleh, bleh. where yeah, I'm not not a fan of those levels. No, I don't think anyone is. I don't think anyone I've ever spoke to has gone. Oh, those mode seven levels are absolutely great. But whereas Sega just went, nah, fuck it, we can do way more, and they have that depth without using mode seven. Like, there's a level where basically bikers are coming from the distance. I was like, that's cool as fuck. There's, you're on a uh, a plane, and they're coming from both sides. That's cool as fuck. Like, I'd never seen anything like that from a Sega, from a Sega Mega Drive Genesis up until that point. Even now, I was like, I don't see the Mega Drive doing that shit. And it was just like, surely this console is like, kill me now. I'm about to die. <laughs> Oh man, it's this thing is like working to its knees right now. Uh, yeah, there's also that one boss, like in the first level, that's like this giant robot just like fucks up a bunch of buildings and then he yeah. jumps forward. It what? comes in, he, he dances, he shoots lasers, and he throws like giant car at you. It's great. It's so cool. Like I know the whole thing about Contra is be over the top, and that's what I like about it. It just doesn't, you know, it's not forgiving. But I feel like the poor Mega Sega Mega Drive, like someone's like, how can we get this to work? Right. Who's got that crack? Who's got that spare cocaine? Put that in the cartridge and see how it does. That's how I feel this poor little machine's doing. Uh I mean it's great, but we can make it better. <laughs> we could make this so good. But like the, literally, if you have epilepsy, you're buggered. Like I think if you if you had epilepsy, no. I would not let you anywhere near this at all because you're in so much trouble. The it's there's so much going on, and but the console handles it. That's what I was more impressed about. There is so much going on on the screen. There are so many sprites, so many enemies, and the console handles it. I I didn't get any slowdown when I played it at all. Blast processing, <laughs> fucking the future. Who needs yep. a 64? And it, oh God, it's just so like, I could buzz about this game. And again, I played a quarter slash a fifth of this game. I was like, oh my God, I want to play some more Contra. I, and I will. I've literally, most games when I literally finish them, I delete them. I'm never deleting this ever. It's staying on. It really is. I need to look up what this game is going for on eBay because I know I have like a physical of this game, but I also have like the anniversary collection, which I think is probably a much cheaper, much more efficient way to play the game. Oh, hang on, we can we can have a look. Yeah, you played that version, didn't you? Contra Hardcore. Oh god damn. This thing some of these are uh some of these are going for a hundred bucks. Eep. Yeah. Yeah, Eep. some of them are going for a decent chunk of money, CIB. The Japanese version, though, holy shit! Over five. This is in Australia, so it'd be about you for two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, damn! Fuck that! Fuck that! That's ridiculous. Again, you have to be really hardcore to want to play this to have those games. Pun intended. <laughs> pun, in, pun not intended, but I wish I would have thought that far ahead. 
Jesus, who pay 450 Australian dollars for the Japanese version? And there's 13 people watching it. You freaking mad bastards. Oh, yeah. Fucking stupid. And oddly enough, there's a plot, which I thought was hilarious. It's like it actually gave quite an in-depth plot. And because, well, Alien Wars didn't. But this is set like three years after the Alien Wars. And now this Colonel Bahamut is it Bahamut? Bahamut? I say Bahamut. Um, I've in my video I, I've said Bahamut, and I've also said said Banana Rama <laughs> twice. Right. We'll call him Banana Colonel Banana Rama. Sounds way more threatening. Um, yeah. he basically is like, I want to try and overthrow the government. Fails, and then he tries to do it again, but this time he wants the alien they've recovered. As like as if. They have the alien wars, and there's only one bit of alien. They re- surely there should be alien shit everywhere, but no, 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 just just that. And he's after basically this alien to make well, I assume fucked up creations. And it's up to this team of a man, a wolf, a robot, and a cybernetic wolf to take on the world. Where the old heroes, fuck them. Who gives a shit? We don't need them. Fuck them, because they don't make any sort of appearance at all. Yeah, it's actually uh, this game's actually a sequel to uh, Contra Three. Mm. Usually, don't. Yeah, I think uh, Uprising. I think was like a prequel to this game, and I think it was also a prequel to the original Contra as well. The timeline for Contra is a bit fucked up, then, isn't it? Really, when it comes uh, to out of games, yeah, it's not as bad as Zelda, but uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a little wonky. I th- see, I've only ever played two Contras. This is and this is the, the second one I've ever played, and I never thought I'd like Contra. But because I thought, oh, my God, it's too hard. And it, it is and it isn't. Contra can be hard. But then again, as you say in your video, which I should say, if you're watching this episode, right, you listen to this episode, go watch your vi- your editing on this. Your video on this is absolutely fucking incredible. It's so good. Like, I can't oh. get it around how good you make these videos. They are some of the best I've seen on YouTube. They really, I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I'm not. They are incredible, mate. Uh, oh, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah. So, H Drink Pure Gaming, check it out on YouTube. Uh, we are we are currently monetized on YouTube. The dream. He's monetized. Dream. Yeah. I make pennies now. It's great. It's great. And he can put as many adverts as he wants. I'm going to put 26 adverts. Have that shit. That's not even a video, it's just advertisements. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is just an advert for VPN. <laughs> you don't want Contra Hardcore. It's there somewhere. Yeah, when I get sponsored by uh, Raid Shadow Legends, I'll let you know. <laughs> I had a few mates who were sponsored by Raid. Just like, where's my fucking call up, you bastards? I wanted that, but I don't think yeah, it would I... work with Pokemon. But there was so one the. I looked at some of these bosses and I went watching your video and I I didn't play some of these bosses and I was so upset. So my ones I got to play were the Bahamut fight, which you, I think you do anyway. Um, I got to play... Where's my, I wrote all my bosses down. The fusion boss, which was quite cool. Oh, yes. That was stupid but funny. Right, right. right that's the two like robots that like joined together. Uh, no, oh, no, the... Oh, the, the, the oh. So the one with like basically the monsters being fused together. Oh, oh, that giant machine that like takes like two beasts and like makes a bunch of monsters. And there's a big one that comes out and it eats the doctor. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Um, back, backstabbing piece of shit. <laughs> you get what you deserve. Then 
the weird men balancing on each other. Like, literally, how the fuck are they doing that? Like, I was quite impressed. Uh, I'll let you know when I figure it out. <laughs> the square boss. I was like, that just seems re- like you're literally fighting squares in like 3D world. I was like, this is weird. Like, it's like you're on the like pre-internet and you're just fighting squares. I was like, is this a boss? Is this a glitch? But it's an actual boss. Oh yeah, it turns into like like three zodiac signs. I think like Taurus or Gemini and something else. Oh, is that what it does? I didn't notice. I thought, oh yeah, I did not notice that. Uh, and who else did I fight? Um, oh, the one with like you're on the hoverboard on like this water ski, and you fight this robot, and it becomes three. It's three robots, and it keeps changing. Oh, the Voltron like, fight. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's so cool. And then one point is that he's like running towards you. And I was like, oh my God, the animation's so good at this thing running towards you. Oh, I was so like, good. Oh. And it is hard. Don't get me wrong, it is. But once you start figuring out patterns, it, it's doable. It really is doable. Like the one where you, if you, sh- and I thought this is very clever, where if you start shooting it, it starts bouncing like a motherfucker using like momentum. And you go nowhere near it. But if you just basically shoot it for a bit, stop, let it basically recover. And then when it fires its laser beam, just go round it. Take your time. You can do it so easily. It's, it's oh man, it's, it's so good. Yeah, because that, that boss, he like shoots like a fucking like laser and then he bounces around and then you have to like go under it and like go yeah. on top of it. Yeah, it's yeah, if you uh if you take a different route, like the uh like that mercenary dead eye Joe, he's in in that robot. Yeah. It depends on what route you take. See, I looked at one of your videos and I really was upset. I didn't fight the guy on the train. And I didn't fight cannons for dicks. I wrote that one my notes. I didn't see cannon for dicks. I was very upset about that. Uh, man, you chose the wrong route. I did. You you explain cannon for dicks. Yeah, so I, I don't know exactly what the finished product was going to be, but they were constructing robots that basically had cannons for dicks. They didn't have legs. They had arms, heads, torsos, all that stuff. But they had cannons for dicks. That's where they decided that's where the cannon was going to go. <laughs> and then they touched tips. And they touched tips a lot in that, in that one. They're probably going for it as well. I'm like, Oh my god, why is this entertaining me so much? I'm so pathetically childish. Oh god, I fuck uh Konami in the 90s, man. <laughs> You're seeing these cannon dicks go bing, bing, bing. Oh, I'm such a child. Oh, I'm so pathetic. It's even worse if you pick pick I imagine if you pick the woman. I was like, fuck no, get her out of that situation. Oh, that's uh well, that's we don't we don't talk about that. <laughs> That's that's a that's a me too movement right there. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Like about twenty years later, uh, I'm gonna get rid of Konami. They um they made me abuse me with two dick cannons. This is why feminists don't play video games. <laughs> yeah, awful. Could you imagine if someone brought the side to say, "Yep, yeah, we think this uh, contra is a basically outlining hyper." Toxic masculinity. Look at these robots with their big dicks. Yeah, and you can show them the part where, uh, where you, where you like go back in time and you like become like king of the monkeys or some shit. You do. I suppose. What? How, how does that? Is that the secret ending? Is that like the that's, the secret? Is that the the messed up ending? That's the secret ending. So, 
uh, level three, after you fight the, uh, the dudes on the bikes and the robot that comes out of the dirt, there's like a wall that you have to climb up. And some guy's like, hey, why don't you uh, join this underground fighting thing I've got going on? And you're like, okay, sure. And then you fight like a bunch of like weird robots and stuff. And then all of a sudden the portal opens up and you go back in time and in like the prehistoric era and you are suddenly king of the monkeys. It's like, and, and and that's how that's how the game ends. It, there's there's credits and everything. It's like, well, suppose once you're back in time, what are you gonna do? It's like, oh, okay, I'm shit. I'm stuck. That's it. They make the most of a bad situation. Yeah, get it, monkey. It's like you, you. This is how I've. This is how humans evolved. Fuck, fuck the Adam and Eve bollocks. This is how evolution happened. And I think you also get a monkey wife too. Of course you do. Of course you do. This is how it happened. Although there's some questions with Brad. F- I'm not saying that Brad Fang is a human, isn't he? I, I don't know what the hell Brad Fang is. I, I think according to like the lore, he was a human, and then he, they decided to like experiment on him with like cyborg stuff, and then they just decided, oh, let's just make him a werewolf because I, I don't know, we're high. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking off our tits at this point. I think it's like literally. You know when they like go to the the drawing board, it was like, all right, let's see the artwork you got for this one, and let's see, okay, maybe we can do this, maybe we can do that, maybe we can tweak it. Do you reckon anyone just went, ah, oh, no, that'll do, that'll do, put it in, put it in the game, fuck it, in, in you go. Yeah, yeah, the cannon for the dick though, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, does he get legs? No, 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 no. Emphasize that dick. Emphasize it. It's like originally it was just meant to be like a little pea shooter. I was like, I think we can make this. Two fucking meters long. Hey, listen, have you seen the robots they have? <laughs> he needs this. <laughs> yeah, he needs. Oh god, some of the designs though are creepy as creepy as fuck. Nightmare like, fuel. It is. Yeah, you just got not. It is nightmare fuel, and I can't remember them being that weird in Contra Three, apart from the turtle. But everything else is just like what the. Who is designing this shit? I don't know, oh man. Give, give that man a, an award. Put that shit on my fridge. That looks that looks great. Like like some of the stuff there, it's like, I, I want to say they, they watched like John Carpenter's The Thing and I think maybe fucking Cronenberg's The Fly when they made these things because <laughs> these are some creepy fucking things. Like even for like a Genesis game. Yeah, they are creepy. I was like, have you ever seen Akira? Oh, yes. Yeah, the end, the end bit of Akira where Tetsuo's just like falling apart. I was like, that is the ultimate nightmare fuel for me. That was for me as a kid. I was shitting myself when I was a child when I watched that. That is literally, if you basically want to know what all these monsters look like, look at the end scene of Akira. Jesus, it's horrific. Yeah, well, Akira is like a giant, giant mountain of just meat and like, and like electronics and stuff yeah that is this game that is what it is but you know you mentioned earlier about the uh you went back in time like to prehistoric it made me did laugh like i never realized this and you went don't shoot the di- don't fuck with the dinosaurs like what do you mean and then you shot the dinosaur i was like oh no it killed me back oh that's a that's a fun little easter egg I don't even know. I, I don't even know how i discovered that. i just said okay i'm just gonna shoot this dinosaur for no reason and it's like oh you that that's cool this brachiosaurus just sitting there and you just shoot it in the face and it's like fuck off fuck a, a fucking jungle book looking fucking 
Although Black dinosaur, or whatever. No, no one Land questioned time. No one questioned why is there a dinosaur here? It's like, okay, there's just a dinosaur. When did they come back? When did Jurassic Park happen? Not even not going to explain this, are we? I swear, like most of this game is just it's just them putting in cool shit just for the sake of putting cool shit in. Yeah, it is. It's like literally how much can you put in? And I don't hate them for that. I think that's great. I wish companies would take that risk more often. But everything Absolutely. has to be based in some sense of you know of the world they're in. And Contra's like, is it in the part of the does it make sense? No. Does it will it be cool? Yeah, throw it in. And that's what I think I love about this game. Like you you have no idea what is coming around the corner, whether it be an enemy, whether it be a boss. There is absolutely no clue to what is coming around, and it could be absolutely anything. And that is why I literally love this game so much. And again, whatever I say is not good a credit because I only went down one path, and I am so excited to go down the other routes to see the other bosses. I am beyond excited. Yeah, fun for the whole family too. <laughs> Oh my god, imagine that I say to hiccups, right, come on You've fallen out, let's start playing some Contra It's time uh, Wake up we, we, <laughs> we have three more routes to discover She's The poor thing's asleep I might just wake her up and just say Right, come on, play this game Daddy, I love you, play that game uh, put, put down the Roblox It's time to play a man's game <laughs> And you know what, I never played this Two player, but oh my god It'd be so much fun Two player be so much fun. Oh, it's it, it's it's it would be even better. It would just be joyous. Oh Jesus! And the other thing which is should be mentioned is how good the music is in this game. It's on crack. The music oh, in this game is nuts. It's fucking nuts. It's like, do you want normal beats or do you want sixty beats on top of each other? It's like, fuck, whatever. Just give me it. It's great. Uh, fucking thrash metal and like techno and like all kinds of weird time signatures and shit. Yeah, it's like you know when you like most songs you're sitting there in the car going you know one dun 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 you know nicely beat along. If you were trying to do that in your car, listen to some of these contra songs, you're like one two what the where's the pattern? What fuck? Where is it? There's none. That's, that's that. Yeah, that's not the music you uh you drive to. You're you're bound to like cause like a twenty car pileup if you do that. <laughs> spat me water out then. Yeah, it's literally you'd be literally putting your windows down as loud as you and put the music as loud as you can. Yep, yeah. this boy's gonna die. And that's and that's why you need to drive daddy to school instead of the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? And I didn't realize like looking at the you know your video does go into the really good caliber of the people who actually came into this game but the main woman who i i don't know her i guess i don't know her personally but i know her works because i listen to her every freaking day in work i have the castle i the best castlevania soundtracks on every day at work that's my right assessment day and holy shit it's so good michiro yamane i want to give her a cuddle i want to cuddle her and say thank you she's brilliant dude just just so good. I, this is one of the best soundtracks I've heard in a video game. Put it up there against Sonic 2, Sonic 3. Sonic 3 is up there. Sonic 3 is one of my favorite of all time. But this, against Sonic 3, you can sit there and have a nice time with this. 
And then you go into Contra, you know, hardcore. I was like, fuck, <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. She's, she's done fucking sympathy. She's done bloodlines. She's, she's done fucking portrait of ruined bloodstained. God damn. She's, she's too, she's, no one, no one should be this talented. No, no one should be this talented. And when I was watching the list of shit, she was like, oh, bloodstained. That's the series I need to start playing. As like a modern day thing because it's like the spiritual successes of Castlevania. I was like, oh, I want to play that because I, I love my Castlevania games. And we've done on this show, we did Super Castlevania 4. And Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, fuck those Medusa heads. Still fuck those Medusa heads. Oh, side, oh, go on. Uh, no, those Medusa heads, they're terrible in every game. Do you know what I started watching yesterday as a timestamp? Uh, I started watching the new Castlevania Nocturne. Oh, yeah, the Netflix one? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, it's good. Uh, yeah, man, I, I gotta start checking that out. I, I started watching the uh, the Netflix One Piece. And you guys, it was better than I thought it would be. I need, I've just see my thing. I've just watched Alice in Borderland. That's why I've just finished and I've got onto this. Did they ever make a Contra TV series? I don't, I don't know. Could, could, or could you imagine if they made Contra the anime? That would be unreal. Yeah, I mean, it would just be shooting aliens for 30 minutes, and I have no problem with that. Yeah, it'd have to be done right. Like, no long-drawn... I don't want to see long-drawn, like, drama how, pieces. I just how long to... must the killing go? Yeah, I just How want long to... <laughs> must I kill? <laughs> yeah, Brad Fang having, like, literally spiritual things inside him. I was a man once. <laughs> and Brownie trying to basically get his, like, am I alive? <laughs> what is my purpose in life? I just want to see... We were the aliens the whole time. <laughs> I just want to see fucking killing. I just want to see death. That's all I want to see. And the only, the only gripe I'm going to say about this game, the only gripe, and it is that it, it didn't ever have that that one moment which made me go, "Oh fuck!" Like in the in Contra Three, that moment simply came from the robot that came through the um through the middle. Of the screen at the big oh yeah that was for me that was incredible that was so good because i thought i'd beat the boss and all of a sudden this thing comes out and again that's not this game's fault but i just think that's that moment was extremely hard to beat and i don't think that had that moment neither the oh shit moment but still i love the game I really did a lot of parts in like hardcore and i want to say bloodlines too were like some of the bosses were just a little bit goofy. Like there's one boss in like Bloodlines in the clock tower that's just a bunch of gears and stuff. It looks like it came from like a fucking Pixar movie. Like it doesn't scare me. <laughs> yeah, this thing's meant to scare you. I but it, it yeah, it it just freaks me out. But again, you know, it, it's it's easy now to go back to to well, all games and kind of go, oh yeah, that's what it is. But you know, either the, the chaos is the chaos, but you can play that in a modern day game now with you know because of upscale graphics and whatever. But you play that back in the day. Games weren't like that. Games weren't so chaotic. Contra was the series that did that, and this was said where the series was given some cocaine from the office and to see what happened. And it just Bravo with this. All I can say is Bravo. Oh, I bet it was so good. And uh honestly I think it's not it's not the hardest Contra. It's pretty up there, but like a game like Contra Four, that's a DS game where you have not one but two screens that you have to like manage and there are enemies shooting you from the screen that you are not looking at. 
it is oh. it is a nightmare oh my god that would be a nightmare i don't know if i could cope with that one screen's enough thank you very much not give me two. two of them fuck i wonder if that did they ever bring that out did they ever remake that uh, contra 4 i don't think they have i suppose the ds games are hard to do aren't they because it's like how are you yeah. gonna get how are you gonna get that to work like you could do it if you turn the switch on its side that's that would work but it would still be a bit of a fuck crazy t- i think no you could do it if you basically turn the switch sideways and have the controls they have to come off if that makes sense yeah you t- yeah just uh put up a uh, tape mode or something on your uh on your switch yeah, pick, pull the Joy Cons out, throw them out because they drift. Get a pro controller. <laughs> get, yeah, get a fuck that. Get a pro controller. Yeah, just do right. that. Fucking drifting controls. But no, yeah. you know what? I I want to play more Contra. Ever since like I've been introduced to this genre, I want to play more of it and more of it and more of it because it's so good. So like, where do we go next with this series? Well, let's see. We have a few options. Uh, one well, we're bringing up like Contra Four not being brought out in any system, but uh, I think Rebirth. No, that's a game that's like stuck. Fucking Zoom. Fucking hate Zoom. Oh, pain in the ass. So you were talking about Rebirth is probably the way to go after this. Rebirth is an amazing Contra game. It's 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 but it's the only problem is it's locked onto the it's it's stuck. It's locked into the virtual console of the Wii and it, it has gone nowhere else since then, ever since the Wii Shop channel closed. I what? So the See, only way to play it is on a virtual, is on a Wii that already has it, or you jailbreak the system. See, that's ridiculous. And this is I, I made a DLC episode for the Patreon about how like we're losing games and preservation needs to be kept because you, this should this shouldn't be the only way you can play video games is buying the old copies because as as we've just shown, some versions are absolutely ridiculous. And I would love to play some of these old games. Yeah, but they're gone. And we might never see them again. Ridiculous. It's a shame. And it's a pain in the arse. Uh, but yeah, maybe one day they may look at it. So, you know, ugh. you mentioned off camera another game, which I, I do like. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, so Hardcore was, uh, was that game was requested to me because I started taking requests a while back. And I, I, got, I got about like 20 of them that I need to start working on. But uh, yeah, Hardcore was requested by a guy named Danawar. You know, shout out to him for uh, requesting this game, even though I already had like a script for it and I had plans to do it. But uh, now it's like I had to go back, revise the whole thing and uh, get this thing out. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, another game I got requested was a game called Sparkster, which is another Konami Genesis game that's, that's also kind of bonkers. But uh, so what happens is, I figured I'm going to play Rocket Knight because Rocket Knight came before this game. This game is like some kind of spin-off sequel. I don't know exactly where it fits in this timeline, but uh, I put, I boot up Rocket Knight. And there's two difficulty modes. There's children's <laughs> mode and easy mode. The the fuck is the fuck my where's normal? Where's hard? And then I figured, okay, I might as well just play easy mode because you know children's mode. So I boot it up. It's fucking hard. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. It's so there is as there is an episode. Some point there will be an episode of um Spark Sparks the Rocket Knight with uh, I did it with Chris. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> this is easy mode. What the shit is this? <laughs> this game. 
yeah, again, it, it's basically Contra with a possum. That's the best way of saying it. It's Sparks is so good. It's so Rocket it Knight so good. Right, but like I go to the Japanese version of the game, and there's normal and there's hard. Yeah. It's also very hard and crazy hard. Yeah. It, what 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 the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Like there's literally yeah, so Sparkster, you can do it with multiple hits. You can you can get hit and keep going. Yeah, but then ultimate version is like don't get hit. It's like, are you fucking high? Are you high? Really? Yeah, po- possum must die mode. Possum must die mode. So I probably this will probably come out before Rocket Knight, but Rocket Knight will be coming. I it has been done, it has been recorded, and I have got my frustrations, but I love Rocket Knight just because I love his little design. Although I do hate his <laughs> death. Fuck that death animation. Oh, but it's a fucking good game. But yeah, yeah, banger. It is a Love b- it. literally banger. Now, have you got anything else you want to bring to the table with this game? Uh, uh, well, I wanted to bring up the fact that, that Konami's been fucking with the difficulty of these games for a while now. And, you know, like, like you know, Hardcore's got a friggin' life bar in the Japanese version. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Ro- Rocket, Knight, Rocket Knight has, fuck, has fucked up difficulty. <laughs> yeah, make your mind up. Make your mind up, people. It's ridiculous. It's so oh, stupid. Man. So, if you had to score this out of ten, what are you going to give it? Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's really good. I'm I'm going to give it right. Many people may not think I would give it this high mark. I'm going to give it a nine point five, right? And I love this game that much. I honestly think this is the is better than as super car is better than super contra. And the only reason it doesn't get a full 10 for me is that it just doesn't have that. Oh my God moment that super contra did in that robot skeleton boss. If it had that moment of, Oh my God, it'd be getting the perfect 10. But when it comes to playing contra, this is, I will never delete this game. I have so much fun with it. And if I get spare half an hour and I've got nothing to do, I'll play this game. I really will. I want to become a god at this game. Yeah, man, it's it's a fantastic game. It doesn't have that, uh, oh, shit, I'm fucked. Like, you'll be shitting your pants because of the gameplay, not because the things on screen will actually, you know, scare you. Mm. I think at some but, point, maybe when I do my charity stream, and I think I'll probably do a charity stream in June, probably in my winter, but that's when I'll probably try and put Super Con- uh, this Contra as one of it and see how far it can get without dying, which would probably be like, eh, it died in seconds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, well, there goes my deathless run. <laughs> yeah, definitely, it's not going to happen. We'll just, we'll just edit. We'll just edit that out and post. Yeah, or you'll see, or you'll see, and like the, it'd be a live stream, but like there, there've been a delay. <laughs> oh fucking hell, this game is great. Well, my friend, it has been a pleasure once again having you on the show. It really has, and I can't wait to have you back on again. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. All right. You take care of yourself and I'll speak to you soon. You too, man. And that is it. That is episode 101 of Contra Hardcore for the Mega Drive. Thank you very much all for listening. And thank you, Anthony, for coming on once again. I can't wait to have you on the show once more. Until then, I will see everyone next week. I hope you all look after yourselves and have a good time. Stay safe. I've been Danny. See you all then. Bye-bye.